Hey guys, we are back with another episode of Every Straight Guy's Favorite Gay Guy. guy. And I am Spider. And I am DJ, not DJ. Sometimes he called me Ty. So Ty, Spider, whichever one y'all want to go by. Because clearly you be giving me all types of names that I don't (laughs) don't even ask for. Y'all, we have conversations before the episodes and I just get a little confused. (laughs) I don't know why. He's saying Ty and then one minute Spider. Like I just have like an alter ego or some shit. I call him Tyron. On the regular, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm okay with Ty. Ty is cool. Whatever. We could just do Ty, but you I don't know, know, I'm I'm okay with that. It's only been a few days since we recorded last. So what's what's been up? Chilling. Um, I'm kind of excited by episode two. Um, just because I actually want people to actually take heat to this conversation that we're actually going to have. Um, this is a subject that people really don't touch on. Um, and I just want people to understand that we are never here to shame or bash anyone um yeah it's a safe space definitely a safe space definitely a safe space. anytime we talk about anything y'all it's a safe space i want you to feel comfortable listening to the show and being able to have two different perspectives on the conversations that we have um if you did miss episode one please go back and listen to episode one you can yeah, definitely please. get a feel on who we are as people um individually versus you know, and just like the chemistry between the two of us, because I'm that nigga. You feel me? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> but, so it's been um, good since last time. What's, what's what you got? Nothing going really. Play? I've just been working, and um, you know, that's a, that's really about it. Just working, and how are you adjusting to this weather? I'm very ready for the weather. Oh, I you're, love, so, you're so excited. I love cold weather. Oh, my weather. gosh. I really do. Pathetic. Cold no. weather is just, I don't know, so much easier to be cute. Like, you can bundle up. Everybody's just nicer because it's cooler outside. I don't nicer. Know. I mean, get the fuck out the way. I'm I trying to go know. back inside. Like, when nice. it's summertime, everybody be so hot and angry in the rush. But, like, when you think it's cooler, so? I, I know so. I, for myself, personally, I know I be pissed most of the time. But, like, when it's cooler outside, I'm in a better mood. You know, I just can't really fuck with the winter like that. Why? I don't, it's just like over the past weekend, I had the worst body aches in like Child. a long time. All because I my body has to adjust to it's about to be winter soon. Well, and I'm not a fan of winter. I um, it. I would definitely have my heater on like 90, 95. Nice. Yes. It's just because I want to be able to. Feel like you went in the summertime? No, <laughs> the not, not the summertime, but I want to be able to feel like, you know, my nose is running. It's, it's ice cold. I can't feel my fingers. I can't feel my toes. And when I walk inside, I get into a hot-ass car or... No, I do agree with that. That's what I I'm do saying. like walking into a very warm place from being right. outside. No, I don't like being outside in the now, winter. that can give you... That can get you sick. Cause that it, can get you Because it can confuse your body. Okay, well, what's Fair going on? Sense. You jumping from 40 to 60 every 10 minutes. Like, what's going on? True. So, like, I want to adjust to this weather. So, I, what I've been doing, guys, take notes. What I've been doing when I get in my car, if it's, like, 70 or 60 outside, mm-hmm. 75 or 65, I adjust the, the AC to that same temperature outside so my body can get adjusted to it. Because I don't want to get in the car and put it on fucking 90 and it's... 75 outside just because i'm like ooh, that just that little breeze well, got me cold as fuck you know like him but i'm gonna jump my ass in there and <laughs> like fuck, fuck that yeah. <laughs> you can have the sweaters and the hoodies and all that i love i'm okay with, that's that's my type of weather i want to be in some sweats free ball but man. you don't like the cold weather so what do you mean i'm not gonna be outside like that to be 
I'm not saying I want to be outside in the weather. I just like the weather. Like, when I do step outside, I'm able to bundle up. If y'all catch me with some sweats on in public, that's Tello that I ain't got no drawers on. I always got on drawers, so. Straight up. That's <laughs> enough for me. Fuck, I don't need all the extra clothes on. Alrighty, so um, we're just going to go ahead and speed along. Well, not speed along, just move along, I guess, to the first segment of the show, which is the LGBT portion of the show. So, yeah, we're going to move on to that. Now the time has come. What's the tea? What's the tea? What's the tea? <laughs> Alrighty, so this week's um, LGBT we're going to be talking about Nene Leakes and Wendy Williams. So y'all know Nene just um said that she was quitting the real well not quitting the real she was not returning to the Real Housewives for a season thirteen, I think. I'm not sure. But um a court okay, so when the story broke, Monday Wendy Williams show came back on and she got on there and talked about it and she said, like, she had talked to Nene or whatever, but she had also threw a little shade and said, like, she didn't want Nene to have a show of her own because her life would just be boring. And she also didn't think that Nene wasn't going to be on the show anymore. She thought she was going to go back. So, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, the week went on, and Sunday came, and Wendy was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen or whatever. And they kind of threw shade at um, Nene. I forget exactly what. Wendy Williams said, but Nene got on Instagram and said, Wendy needs to be more um, concerned with draining the water from her fat ass legs and feet. <laughs> <laughs> and she said what? that um, something about, oh, Andy Cohen, nobody knew you until you knew me. Who? Nene. No, I'm saying. Oh, it's oh. Andy Cohen. The white guy. Yeah, who okay. like is the host of the reunion. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch yeah, what yeah. happens live. So, um, I don't know. That was some shit to me. I don't know. Because Wendy and Nene have this, like, really weird relationship. I know that you don't know because you're not into pop culture. But, but I know of those people. You, but do you know they have, like, drama? No, I didn't know that. Okay, so they had, like, drama. And then they got back really, really cool. Okay. And now they have drama again. So, this lady named Medina who's on this, like... I think she's on Growing Up Hip Hop. I'm not sure. She got on there because she's friends with Wendy Williams. And she also was friends with Nene. But she got on there saying like, um, yeah, Nene, you need to stop talking shit about Wendy. You was just letting French Montana feel all over your pussy. So Nene responded today. She was she posted a picture looking in a purse and was like, <laughs> I'm trying to look for this. <laughs> she was like, I'm trying to look for the cat. That French Montana snatch child. <laughs> like, so. Who said that? Nene. That's what she said. That was her clapback. So, um, I don't know. Oh, wow. I did think it was funny that she said that Wendy Williams needed to drain her fat ass legs. And, <laughs> but that lady got lymphedema or some shit like that. So but I don't think her legs up. are really that big. They are, are huge. Are they? Yes. She has an issue now. Oh, see, I haven't watched the Wendy Williams show in like a minute. Oh, I love that show. She's so fucking messy. I live for that's it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if people, like, Wake up and say, okay, well, yeah, me and Wendy are really good friends, but I know she's messy as fuck. I think I'm not going to take it personal. That's what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? So, it's not a job to be messy. It's her job to report on it, though, and give her opinion because I watch the show because I like what she has to say. But being messy and basically 
doing your homework and giving your opinion on something is two different things to me. I don't feel like she's like giving her opinion on things. I feel like well, she takes what she. I, I feel like opinion. she takes what she hear and put that shit with what she think, and then uh, just come up with this long That's ass, an opinion. <laughs> a horrible ass opinion. If That's you gotta put opinion. something together and uh, you assuming. And then when people come back and clap back and be like, oh, when are you talking shit, blah, 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 throw hands. She never gets mad, though. Why? She never gets that's mad because saying. that's her job. Right. I, I respect it. It's her job. Let me tell you something. The only time I really watched the Wendy Williams show is because of fucking Suzanne. I, I love, love Suzanne. Suzanne. Yo. I the, love her. Let me tell you. She's so corny. I, I used to watch Wendy Williams a lot just because of the shit she used to say. Her laugh. And just hearing her in the background made me so happy. Like, oh, my God, Suzanne's there. Like... But I feel like Suzanne really made the show. Like she makes the show. And um Norman. I Our love producer. Norman yes. Yes. He be he be on point with the fucking having that shit up there he for her. Just, he be ready. So like, they, Suzanne and Norman both are very funny. Suzanne is funnier. Suzanne is a lot funnier than Norman, but Norman is funny too. I don't really Oh, whatever. Yeah, He's about to hate on Norman. So we're going <laughs> to go just ahead and really move on. I don't really care for the nigga. I don't know him, you know. Suzanne's my bitch, y'all. So, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so, we're going to move on into the icebreaker for this week, which is three questions that you would ask on a first date. Wow. So, that's a pretty good question. I know, right? Um, so, you could start. So, what type of guys are you into? Physically or... Well, of course, physically. Right? Yeah. Um, physically, um, black guys. Firstly, you wouldn't date outside of your um, ethnicity. I'm not opposed to it. It just has never. Have you ever? No, I've never dated outside my race. Have you ever, ever fucked around with someone outside your race? I've had sex with someone who's outside of my race, but I've never been in a relationship with, or like seriously dated someone who was it a Caucasian guy. Yes. Okay. I mean, I've talked to, I mean, I talked to, but I've had sex with other nationalities as well, not just black or white, but I've never dated someone who wasn't black. Makes sense. Um, This is a question that I enjoy asking on the first date or like when I'm getting to know someone. Y'all are going to think this question is wild as fuck, but whatever. What's the hardest drug you've ever done? The hardest? Mm-hmm. I've never done a hard drug besides marijuana, and I don't even consider marijuana a hard drug. So, yeah. Would you consider that as a hard I wouldn't drug? consider that a hard drug, but, like, I didn't say what type of hard drugs have you done. I just said, what's the hardest drug that you've done? So, weed would be the hardest drug. Weed done. is definitely the hardest. Okay. For that stupid ass question. Okay. I mean. But otherwise. I don't think it's I, a stupid question. Because I've never had, I don't know, like, I've had X pills, but I've never taken them. Um, I want to try it. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people out there who are listening might be like, "Oh, yeah, you need to try it. Shit is legit." I've so never tried know. it, y'all, but I want to see what it's like. Well, maybe one day you should try it. I think live. I should definitely. And I asked that question on the first day just because, like, I just want to see not really how wild people are, but just like, what have you done? What kind of life have you lived uh, thus far? I don't know, and I just feel like. If they say I've done nothing, like you haven't done anything, kind of boring. Damn, I guess I'm boring as fuck. No, you smoked weed. There's a lot of people who've never smoked weed in their life, and I'm just like, wow, you've never done anything. Like that's the basics. Pathetic. But that's some okay. pathetic shit. 
I'm smoking a blend right now, y'all. That I'm feeling good. Here you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Please get you a blunt in your hand if you don't have one. Okay. So. Where do you work? Um, I work in. Um, it's kind of hard to describe my work because I'm not going to tell y'all like where I work, but. Um, I kind of work in sales, but I also kind of work in customer service, but also kind of management. It's weird. I, it's hard to describe, but yeah. I kind of feel like that shouldn't matter, especially on like a first date. Why are you worrying about where I work at? Why are you? But you about- just you just asked the question. That's what I'm saying. But I'm asking answering it for myself. You don't answer your own question. I mean, I didn't answer my own question. Oh, okay, well. Bleed that out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, I guess my next question. <coughs> shit. Um, I guess my next question would be, what's been your longest relationship? Yeah, that it would be my next question. What's been your longest relationship? Eight months. <laughs> <laughs> Eight months. Like just sitting here saying that number, just like what the fuck. Like I, I almost made it to the uh, to a year. Almost four months shy. But. <coughs> The guy that I was dating for those eight months, um, we're really good friends. <coughs> we're really good friends to this day. Um, he's very, very good. He's a very cool guy. Um, we were friends prior to getting in a relationship, so we were friends for like a good two years, almost about to be three years. And it was just like one of those, hey, I want to see where this goes. Let's give it a shot. And I'm like, okay, cool. And just that first. Them, them first five to six months was amazing. Kind of got rocky after seven. I don't know what the fuck happened. Eight came and I just was like, you know what, this this ain't this ain't for me. Well, and I haven't been in a relationship since 2015. So okay. I'm approaching, you know, my prime stage of my life to where I'm like, you know what, I'm actually ready to commit, settle, um, have fun. With someone. Okay. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was, yeah. Y'all, I wish I could have saw how I looked at him like, what? Like, don't judge me. Please don't judge me. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah. So eight months. Okay. How long will it take before you let someone fuck? Um, that is when I would say, so you ready to go? You'll, tell, you'll say that? Yeah, why are we talking about this on the first date? And you'll be surprised people really that, bring that, that shit would up. be my thing. I would be like, I really would be like, You serious? You serious? And I don't know. I would wait on what his response would be. I would hope he would say no. I'm not serious. Oh, what if he was like, Oh, I'm just asking, you know, I just want to. And I know. would say, Oh, that's very inappropriate. Let's go ahead and move on. But you'll still sit there and eat? Um, probably, I, I probably would end the date. Really? Mm mm. You would or you wouldn't? I wouldn't. Okay, okay. Like, that would be very dramatic. I would just be like, okay, no, let's move on from that. I would have been at the other table. Pussy! <laughs> Pussy! Get the fuck. Um, my next question is going to be another weird one. What's your most toxic trait? Um, I would say for me, not being patient. Hmm. I think that's very, I, I'm very toxic with that. I am getting into this space to where I'm learning that Russian things don't, don't always turn out good and 
I've been more patient lately. I think patient to the point where it kind of scares me on some shit. And I'm like, damn, like I just let that shit fly or I just let this person say this or I just let this shit happen. But you know what, Tyron, be patient. Because if you pop off, <laughs> let me tell you something, nigga. It's, that's a whole different person. But everyone that I've met or I've come in contact with mm-hmm. always be like, you know, you cool as fuck. But you're mean. So I'm like, well, what is your definition of mean? And they tell me was A, B, C, and D. And I'm like, well, that's like a dumbass reason to say I'm a mean guy. Just say that, you know, I'm not settling for bullshit. And mm-hmm. I didn't give in to what you wanted. So now that makes me a mean person because I didn't want to see you new because I didn't want to show you my dick because I didn't want to fuck you because I didn't want to say yeah to going on a date. Just anything in that aspect. So, yeah, just having patience. Like, I, I'm horrible with that. Anything else I think I can, like, manage. Okay. Well, you can. Well, you just say you're trying to manage patience. So. No, no, I've got no. I'm not trying to. I'm way more patient. That was like two, three years ago. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So right now I'm just like to the point. Just like, I just let shit be now. And motherfuckers be like, that's not the the, the tyrant I met. Where is the tyrant that I met? It's gonna pop off instantly. I'm just like, I'm patient, my nigga. Like I'm cool. I'm not about to let the smallest shit get to me on some shit. So, yeah. So, <clears throat> with that being said, guys, I have more patience than I did before. But don't fucking try me. Okay, so we're just going to go ahead and move on to the main segment of the show, which is Let's Talk About It. Alrighty, so like um, Tyron was saying at the beginning of the show, like this um, discussion this week is going to be kind of deep, um, super serious. Like it's something that people really never talk about or is like lightly discussed or it's just like shoot away because it's super, not really taboo, but... It's just like not discussed. So not discussed as much. Cause as it needs it, to it, be. It, it is it is being discussed because that's a lot. I feel like now it's it's common. Like it's so common that now if I was to meet someone and they told me this is the lifestyle that I'm living, mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, and okay, because I'm well educated on it. Right. So I don't want you to feel like, well, you. You can't be a friend or we can't be right. more. Or I can't love you because of the lifestyle that you're living. And I don't want anyone to ever feel like that, you know? Right. So the topic that we're talking about is dating someone with HIV. HIV. Um, so, yeah, no, a lot of people are ignorant to what HIV, AIDS, and all of that is. So, of course, we pulled up the definitions. Of course, um, he so, pulled up the definition. Well, yeah, of course I pulled up the definition. So, I'll give you the definition to HIV. Um, I'm probably not going to go over the entire definition. I'm just going to skim it. But um, it's a virus that attacks the cells in the immune system. Um, the virus destroys a type of white blood cell in the immune system called the T helper cell, also referred to as a CD4 cell, and uses these cells to make copies of itself. As HIV destroys more CD4 cells and makes more copies of itself, it gradually weakens a person's immune system. That's what HIV is. Um, so once you have HIV and it goes untreated for so long, it progresses and you then have AIDS, which is... AIDS. So basically what AIDS is or can be is basically symptoms or syndrome that causes 
by having like HIV. So like if you've had HIV for six to eight months, maybe a year or more, you don't know because you're always afraid to get tested. One day you go get tested and I'm like, okay, well, we did run your blood and it does show that you do have AIDS. Um, but the reason why you have AIDS is because you had HIV prior. So you have to have let HIV go an extended amount of time before even catching AIDS. And I know this for a fact, cause like I right. say, I'm a nurse. So I, we had to study shit like this in school. So with that being said that, so clearly basically, so it's an opportunistic, um, infection and it's like the last stage of like HIV basically. So it's like when the infection is very advanced or to the point to where you can't control it. Um, if it's left untreated, it can cause death. Like, so that's why when you hear a lot of people say, that's why you got AIDS and so many, so many people get defended by it because it's a, like another different conversation when it comes to exactly the next step from like having HIV. And another thing is like, once you do have AIDS, you can go back to having HIV. Definitely. You just have to, you know, start taking your regimens as needed. So when people who are taking their HIV meds and things like that, um are doing well they become undetectable and undetectable viral load is where the antiviral treatment has reduced the hiv to such a small quantity that it no longer is detected in the standard blood test so people living with hiv who have an undetectable viral load they can pass hiv onto someone during sex so not saying that you should have unprotected sex with like, not saying that someone who is undetectable, like, can have unprotected sex, but they cannot pass it on. But since they are still a carrier of HIV, it is best that they do use protection. So, um, yeah, those are, like, the three types of ways that, you know, you can have that virus. And um, it is very negatively looked on within the black community and also the gay community itself. Um, I know people just feel like you're dirty when you have HIV when really it could just have happened with you had sex with one person, you you got true and even like some people are born with it. So right. or you like some people do drugs and you can get it from sharing needles with somebody definitely. by shooting up or something like that. It's not always a sexual type thing. Like, I don't know. But I do think that it is very negatively looked on because people, like I said, people are ignorant to what the definitions of all of them are. Right. And that you could be with someone who has HIV and not yourself have HIV. Right. Um, it's all about educating yourself, you know? Right. So would you date someone who was HIV positive? Just positive. Yeah, just positive. Honestly, I don't know. You don't know. I guess because I never had that situation happen to me before. But mm-hmm. if I was to meet someone that did have it, mm-hmm. um, it would be like a conversation I would have with them. What would the conversation consist of? Like, how long has it been? Because, I mean, if it's just, if you're just positive, it has to be fresh. It takes months, guys. Let me tell you something. Don't ever listen to a family, a friend, um, when you find out they have HIV and they come back and say, oh, I've been taking my medicine for a month and my numbers have went down. It, it's not that easy. y'all. It's, it's not, not. It's definitely not that easy to go from, you know, positive to positive undetected within weeks and right. months. That it shit takes, takes a very it long takes time. time like maybe man. years. So it's all about 
taking your medication on time consistency and definitely like keeping up with lab work um going to see your doctor, doctor yeah because you they'll tell you what your numbers are whatever the case right. may be. because you got to consistently have blood work and taking your pills because i know it's another thing that if you do take your pills but you don't take them consistently you can become resistant to a type of medication and it can no longer work for you and there are so there like medicine is advancing and there are a lot of different types of different antivirals that you could take to treat hiv but a lot of them consist of the same things and a lot of them are different regimens of the same pill so if you do become resistant to one you could be resistant to a whole lot of other ones and you got to go through a whole other trial trying to find out what works for you so it is best that can be a lot right exactly that can be a lot so it's best to just go ahead and treat that when you know it and just try to get the best help that you can but yeah i i like i said it will just have to be a conversation like what's like what's going on like have you been talking to anyone about it you know would you talk to someone with um, HIV? i also would have a, i would but okay. i would have a we would have a conversation of like so are you on like you know do you have a medication plan like what are you doing like what are what is what's your account are you have you been having sex with people did you tell the people that you were having sex with prior to that like are you a responsible person did you share this with the people that you're supposed to share with for those who are listening and you could be possibly be that person that has it and has not, you know, said anything to the people that you've ha- had sex with in, you know, your past couple of weeks, a couple of months, whatever like that. I think that's a conversation that you definitely should have with right. those people just because it's like a serious issue. Right. It's a very serious. And thing. not only that, like you can like get is it jail time for sharing? Yeah, I think so intentionally sharing yes intentionally. okay yeah so it's just like not unknowingly yeah not only so if you don't know that so but i mean at that point they that's, would know so they still would still they would know though how what do you they would know though what do you mean because it's like how would okay so how would they know they have it unless they go get tested no like like they might not know that they're prior, prior right yeah maybe okay. i don't know I, I i don't even know the context because I, I, i'm just saying i wouldn't i would find it very hard to wake up, to know that I've been contracted with it about a month ago, but still come in to hang out with you and have sex with you, but not let you know nothing. Okay, yeah, now that's that would what, be messed up. That's okay. what I'm saying. I, now that's messed Versus up. Versus saying, hey, look, can we have a conversation? And then also, like... Your life isn't over. It's not. It's, it's really not. And you are still dateable, and I don't know. Because I, I just feel like people feel like their life is over when they get that news, and they just feel like... Nobody's ever going to want to talk to them or going to have to talk to someone else who has HIV or whatever. And that that's really not the case because modern medicine is, like, so advanced now. And I don't know. A lot of people who have HIV are a ton cleaner than the people who don't. Let me tell you. And, and speaking from, you know, um, speaking from a nursing side, I've noticed that a lot of people that does have it um, are way more careful with who they sleep with. Um, they're way more careful with, you know, getting tested way more f- frequently than the people. <laughs> right. So they are more into their health because then, you know, their body is telling them, look, you need to keep up with me or I can't keep up with you. You see what I'm saying? So I just think that's like a really, a really big issue that people really don't, you know, get tested. And that should be, I feel like that should be like a major thing. Get tested. I go every three months. And that's like something I keep, to, you know, I was like, you know, I'll just go three months and just, you know, make sure that I'm good. Even if I am having sex, even if I'm not, 
that's just a thing that I like to do. And I, you know, I promised myself that since I was like 25. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's just like if I don't go, I just don't feel right. Like, what am I doing? Like, what am what am I nervous about? Never be afraid to go get tested, y'all. I know it can be a thing. Man, let me tell you, my first time that I went and got tested, I think that was like the worst testing experience. Let me tell y'all what happened. So I went with someone that I was really good friends with. Um, and he's a guy. And peop- anyone knows that my ex-best friend, you already know who I'm talking about, looked like twins. People say we look just alike because we hung out that much. They thought we were brothers. So we ended up saying... You know, he was like, best friend, let's go get tested. I was like, okay, get tested. Where? No, I take that back. He said, I signed us up to go get tested. I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, I got so defended. I'm like, why would you do that? He's like, I think we should go and, you know, get tested because I've been fucking around with, you know, such and such, such and such. And I'm nervous. And I signed both of us up Saturday to go get tested. So it was a, you know, set an appointment. Right. And so I said, all right, I guess, whatever. So we ended up going and we just sitting there. And, you know, they say, okay, well, the guy comes downstairs, me and this guy are, like, really good friends. Um, and every time I see him, because he still works there, he always comes down to the white guy, bald head, wears some glasses, look like Mr. Clean, just like Mr. Clean, y'all. Y'all might know who I'm talking about. Um, but, well, I say y'all might know who I'm talking about. <laughs> but, yeah, he looked like Mr. Clean. Um, we will always, like, go up to the second floor, have a conversation. He'll ask me questions, so he'll be like, so, you know, if you haven't gotten tested, they're going to ask you, you know, name, your city, your, you know, your address. Um, do you want to keep it anonymous or not? Um, have you had sex with the same partner? Um, any new partners, female, vaginal, blase, blase, so on, so on. So I'm answering all the questions. Then he goes in and he comes out. So we're both sitting there. I remember this shit like it was yesterday. I remember watching the TV because I think the view was on. And he was sitting to my left and he was sitting there shaking his leg. So that made it no better for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, fuck. Like, he nervous as fuck. Like, so I'm looking over here. I'm like, you good? Like, he's like, nah, I ain't gonna lie. He's like, I'm nervous. He's like, I had sex with a few people. And he's just like, I haven't been tested in like, ever. I guess, I don't I don't know if he said ever or a while. But I was just like, okay, you good? And I'll tell you, this boy was glistening at the forehead, y'all. Sweating. Sweating. So they opened the door and it was like, okay, who's going first? And he's just like, go first. Go first, best friend. I was like, fuck, all right. So I goes in uh, the doctor, started asking me questions, you know, you know, um, are you allergic to anything? Are you good with needles? Blase, blase. I said, yeah, I'm good with needles and blase, blase. I said, because this is what you're going to do. You're going to take this cup, go pee in this cup. So I go piss in the cup, come back, and I bring the cup to her. Once I bring the cup back to her, she's like, okay, I'm going to draw your blood. Cool. She drew my blood, whatever, whatever like that. So... After that, there is this curtain on the side, and it kind of divides, you know, you and the doctor, whatever like that. She was like, open this wrapping fucking thing and split it open and took out this fucking long-ass thick Q-tip and said, okay, here you go. You know what to do. Put it, bitch, know what the way? (laughs) (laughs) So I was just like, what am I doing with this? She was like, you're swabbing your ass. So in my head, I was like, well, I don't know. I guess that's what I didn't know. So that's like I said, you know, it was my first time going to ever get tested. So I was nervous. I was like, well, I guess this is what gay people do. I don't fucking know. Like, guys, I've never been fucked in the ass, okay? If any, I've never been fucked in the ass. So I goes behind her and I was like, so how do you do this again? And she was like, well, the one in your left hand, which is a skinny blue one, you're going to swab in your throat. Mm-hmm. Cool. Did my little thing. Put in your ass. I was like, uh, I said, okay. <laughs> DJ. <laughs> 
I took the fucking Q-tip, y'all, and I put it in there. And I was like, well, how far am I going? She said, no. She said, go enough to where the tip is in and come out. I'm dry, first of all. Baby, you could have gave me some lube or something. Because, <laughs> son, oh, my God, hurt it. So fucking bad. I took it out and I, like, popped it and put it inside the little tube with the stuff on it and I locked it. And I locked it. So I come from back there and I sit down. Immediately I had a panic attack. Why you because I stick the Q-tip so far up because I didn't know what she was saying. Like she kept, she just kept saying, just. Wait, the Q-tip was still in your ass? No. Oh, <laughs> okay, I took it out and popped it and put it inside. Okay. That's what I just told y'all. You're not listening to me? Jeez. I sat back in the chair. Oh, I say something. Yeah. So, right? and she was just like, you all right? And I was like, no, I feel like I'm about to pass out. She's like, why? What did you do? I said, I don't know. I think I went too far up. Like, I don't remember. That's how I know I went too far because uh, yeah. I, I I just felt like she just needed a little poop or something on it. I didn't fucking know. So yeah. I was like, let me just whatever. And I just, like I said, put it in there. And I just sat down and I just was like sweating. And she was like, you all right? And I was like, no. I said, can I please have some more? I'm about to pass out. And I told her what I did. So she had to go call like the office manager and everybody because I guess they never had nobody to pass out or whatever like that. So my best friend like ran up there. He was like, "You good? Like, what's wrong? What's wrong?" And I was like, "I don't know. I think I'm about to pass out." Like I, at that point, <laughs> I just started sitting back or whatever like that. And I, you know, I drank the water and I was like, just "Let me just chill for a few minutes." So I just sat there. And then with about five minutes, I started getting my vision and shit back. My ears stopped ringing and everything. And she's like, "Yeah, babe, I think you went too far, blase, blase." Oh so God. she left out, got my papers. <clears throat> From the man after he didn't, you know, did my HIV um, pricking the finger because they do prick the finger, y'all. Um, it takes about five to ten minutes before you get your results back. And if they say fifteen to twenty, maybe it changed. Maybe it could be twenty-five. I don't know. Once she came back in, she said, "So I just went and told your best friend what happened, and um, <clears throat> he said he bust Wait, out time laughing. Out, time out, time out. How did we get here?" What do you mean? Like I feel like we are so sidetracked. How do we? We're get not because I'm telling you about the time that I went and got tested oh, okay, for okay. the first time. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm like, wait, how we got there? And I'm just telling them about the experience that I had. Okay, okay. What, what like how it's getting tested? So once I um once she came back in and was like, okay, well, this is your results. Your results came back, you know, negative for mm. the HIV, whatever. Like that's like good. I ain't you know I ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> so I feel like yes, <laughs> my numbers start over. So I feel like in my head I get the Go play again. You know what get I'm saying? <laughs> so, but um, she was like, oh, I was like, I never did that shit before. I never stuck none of them. I said, I don't even play back there. She's like, and you know what's funny? She said, before you even came in, she said, your best friend said that. She said, your best friend said he's going to have the laugh of his life because he know that you don't get fucked. And instead of him <laughs> telling me, you know. That she was about to have to stick Q-tip up your asshole. You see what I'm saying, bro? And I'm just bro. like, I learned that day. And so now every time I go, I'll be like. When they be like, okay, well, here's, I'm like, I don't need that. Then I'm like, oh, this is, oh, like, I went and got tested last week. And I went and the lady drew my blood. She said, okay, pee in this cup. This one is to swap your throat. And this is for your rectal. I said, oh, baby, you could toss that rectal stick right now. She said, oh, you don't want it? I said, I ain't. I'm grown man over here. Get I said, I don't want that shit. I said, I can't do nothing with that stick. She's like, oh, I already know what type of guy you are. She said, I, I understand, baby. Girl, I'm just fine. letting you know. Girl, I'm just saying you did your job, right? Get out. <laughs> so anyway. Um would you date someone who had AIDS? No, I wouldn't. Why? 
I guess because the word AIDS sets like so many different alarms off for me. I don't know why. I'm going to agree and say I wouldn't either, but I do have reasons why I would not. Because if you, once again, back to responsibility, you're not being a responsible person if you do have AIDS at this point. You've let it progress to the point where you have AIDS. You haven't gotten on any medications or anything. So I would still give that person to come, give them the respect to have a conversation to find out what your story is. Like what, what happened? Are you just finding out that you have it and you have had it so long that you now Let me have tell you AIDS? something. Like you just said. You've letting it get to this point. Once again, well, you're right because there's you no conversation been to have. You haven't been getting tested, but there's either. no conversation to have. What what are we talking about? I, I shouldn't have to sit here and pamper you about would, why. No, no, I still would give that no, person I'm the sorry. respect of having a conversation. And I'm not saying it to be a dick or be mean, but I feel like as a grown as a grown man, you should what? Should Come on, on, like. But I I personally would still give them the respect of having a conversation about it because I just would want to know like. So what is your story? Like why? why I don't even want to know your story. What has happened? I will have a good I day. Will. Like, um, sorry, I'm not trying to be a dick. You're very handsome. This date went well, but this this is just not going to work for still, us. I would want to know. And I w- and I mean, sitting on that other side, I would feel bad too if I was the type to have been in that person's shoes and really liked someone, and I really was like, I want to share this with you because I feel like I don't want to hide something from you, some something so sacred. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting together at dinner. I just want to have this conversation because I don't want to lose you the first time. But there is a ten out of ten chance it that it might if- not be the first date. You could. What, what if y'all are in love now? Okay, not in love. Maybe y'all love each other. Y'all like each, y'all is rocking hard. Right? This is before sex. Maybe y'all haven't had sex. Maybe y'all have been being real patient and y'all have not had sex. Or maybe y'all have had sex, but you've had protected sex. Either or, I'm setting the scene for the scenario. But then they say, so I have something I want to share with you. You love this person now, right? Oh, we'll be done. Yeah, y'all love each other. We'll be done. First of all, your story is all fucked up. Let me finish. I'm with you this long and you didn't tell me, bitch. Let me finish. You love. Stop, fuck. Okay. So y'all love each other now, right? And y'all are just laying in bed one night. And he's like, so I have something I really want to tell you. And I really don't want you to freak out. So of course you're going to say, yeah, right. I'm going to say, like, <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> and I'm not being a dick, y'all. I'm so sorry. I'm not being a dick. But pack your shit and go, my nigga. Yes. That's it. No, that's it. What the fuck no are we talking about, my nigga? This you, we, we've been, we, been love. This no. you love, no. you love <laughs> him, <laughs> you love him, <laughs> you love him. Get that cellar, get, get out, fuck you, 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 <laughs> no, I'm sorry, y'all. I, I'm, I'm trying to sorry. stress the point that you love him. You love him. <laughs> you say you out. You I'm outie. You're not going to ask him why he tell you nothing. Go get your son. 
That's fucked up. Get this bitch out my house, dog. I wouldn't have my whole company. I probably would be in full blown tears, but I would be having. I'm dramatic. I'm dramatic, me. Like, I'm a very dramatic person. So, I probably would be boo. Okay, no, I'm lying. First, I probably. No, I probably would get sad first and cry. That the other person didn't tell you? And that would be like. Like, That's what I'm saying, but I like I love them. I'm gonna I'm gonna first be like, <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna say get the fuck out. That's you. I'm gonna politely go to that closet. Pack that fucking dicky suit with the motherfucking G rags and them so and them. But let me tell you, let me tell you, you still love them though, cause you pack. I love your you shit. enough to pack your shit. I love you enough to pack your <laughs> I'm just letting you know. <laughs> For what? Call my nigga, we've been sleeping in the bed. I've been telling you, you come to my house. You've been hanging out with me or whatever. We I've been over by you under the same roof up here doing a lot, a lot of ABCD, having sex with you, and you waited all this time to be like, hey, I have AIDS, and you think I'm gonna still, nigga? You gotta go. About what are we talking about? You just, what are we talking about? Damn. Well. Hmm. So There's that. So let's go ahead and move on from that one because that was that was a lot. Um. So you would date somebody who was undetectable though. Yeah. Me as well. I've like, dated someone that was undetectable. Yes. Really. And okay. in the beginning, I was dumb to the whole situation. I was like, oh, I'm not doing this with you. Like I, I'm something I'm to know. He's like, just hear me out. I take my meds all the time, and you know, I was with this guy in college. This fine ass athlete. We ended up, you know, doing some shit together. Usually, how it happens, I, I can tell. Anyways, um, and he ended up getting it from him. So I think he ended up getting it right before I met him. And me, like I said, me and him were friends for almost two years, and. We met on this app called Path. I don't know if anyone knows. Oh my gosh! It was like, was it? It was very weird. I didn't really know how to work it. My cousin told me about it. Who's she's a brainiac, and she was like, "Son," and I was like, "Okay," because I loved every. If you've never, I don't even know. Let me see if it still exists. Hold on, that's a good one. I don't even know if it still is on the market, y'all. But I would date someone who is detectable. I mean, I do not. That's the truth. Undetectable. Hmm. Uh, I would. I would give them a conversation. But someone who's undetectable because you are once again responsible because you've been taking care of yourself and you, you know, you care about your health. <coughs> so, so the app does not exist anymore. I'm not surprised. I was in like. But it was like grade. another dating app, guys. But this one you can post pictures, music. And just had like, conversations with, like other people, and yeah. So he told me, and you know, I just like I had to sit there and like really like say okay. Like I was like um okay, because he really broke that shit down to like the book on how he take it, when he take it, when he don't skip. This is what happens when he skip. This is how he have to start over. This is his numbers, blah blah blah. So I'm sitting here trying to take all of that shit in and like a whole conversation. Like okay, all right, well we'll see how this go. And I think we okay. started talking at that time. We started dating or whatever the case may be. Um, and we ended up having sex. With the condom. 
He was like, oh, this is uncomfortable. How do you feel about raw sex? I was like, eh. Because like I said, in the back of my head, I still don't know what undetected means, but you can tell me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see what I'm saying? So I'm just like, okay. So like I said, he reassured me again, showed me papers, showed me the proof, the bottle, blase, blase. At that point, I don't know if it was a couple of weeks or a, couple, a month or two down the line, we are having sex raw. So I think we had sex raw for three months. Nothing, everything, like full-blown sex. Um, pull out game was a week, okay? So I ended up getting tested. And at that point, I'm with my best friend at this time. I, I'm nervous. Like, oh, shit, like, damn, what is this shit like? I, re- I really did this shit. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm beating myself. Like, I'm stupid as a motherfucker. Like, why would I do this and blase, blase, and listening to somebody to tell me that they undetected? Like, fuck, I'm supposed to know what that means. Ended up getting tested, and my results came back, and it was like negative for everything. I was like, whoa. Whoa, y'all. Like, real shit. Like, I was like, okay, so now I really see that dude is, is loyal, you know, and. He not only cares about his health, but he cares about my health as well. So I took a risk for like three months, y'all. I'm not saying do no shit like that just because someone tells you that they're undetected. That does not mean go out there and stick your hand in a pool full of sharks. But yeah, it was just a risk a risk that I took and it to this day, like we're still really good friends. You know? So not everyone that has that's undetected is bad. And if you don't know much about it, like I said, we Explained it in the beginning, so it's really not bad. Yeah, you know, so stupid and and so stupid. Not stupid, but that's a bad word. Dumb, ignorant to it. No, retarded. Definitely got to cut that out for real. I'm okay. I'm dead ass for real. Okay. So, um, but no, if you do like, you know. Are dating someone who has HIV and you are a little, you know, skeptical about it, or it does make you scared, there is medicine out there for you as well. And it's called PrEP. Um, it's a course of HIV drugs taken by HIV negative people to protect them against uh, HIV infection. Um, Travada is currently the only drug approved for use as PrEP. Travada is a single pill that is a combination of two anti HIV drugs. Yeah, so, and it just, um, like, um, a person who doesn't have HIV will take this medicine in order to prevent themselves from having HIV. So it's more so for people who are in relationships with people who are HIV positive but not at the undetectable stage. Because some people are unable to get to that undetectable stage. So, um, yeah, have you ever taken PrEP? Yeah, but I You have taken PrEP. Um, just because mm-hmm. I wasn't really having sex like that, so my mm-hmm. doctor kind of like hyped me up about it. Oh, you should take prep. It's really good since you're a top. You know, you're like highly to not catch anything if you were to have sex raw. So she tried to educate me on, you know, how you should take it. And if you miss a day, that's fine. If you miss two days, that's fine. If you miss three days, okay. At your fourth day, you'll have to take that pill. If you miss a couple of days, you'll have to take that pill and start it all over again. No sex for seven days. And if you do use sex, um, use protection. But she basically was like, you know, this pill helps you. Like, say if someone had HIV and you were having sex with them and you ended up contracting that whatever's in the medication would pretty much basically. So it's just like, 
But um, I one day I just woke up and I was like, why the fuck am I still taking these pills? Like it's been six months and I'm not. I'm not doing shit So it's like I don't want to keep Putting that in my body Because I really don't know What it is You could be telling me This is Truvada right. Bitch and it's going to be Fucking A fucking antivirus That can give me AIDS Or give me HIV Just from Giving somebody Raw hate or You know what I'm saying It could be a trigger For, for anything bad out there So I just stopped But When people will ask me Tyron what do you think About PrEP Or Truvada Should I get on it And I always tell them no Don't do it And Because they're saying that they tested it um it's proven that it can like basically trigger getting it so it's basically helping your body prepare itself to get diseases some people might not agree with me and not everyone has their opinion but like i say i work in this field so i had i've even had friend nurses to call me and say tyron we just had a meeting about truvada when i tell you we just found out the truth and one friend was just like if you're taking that shit, tea, please stop taking it. She's like, because before you know it, you're going to end up sick and you're going to be dead. I was like, well, what are you talking about? And that was like one of the reasons why I stopped too because, you know, I was telling people that I didn't believe in and trust in it. And she randomly called me out of the blue and told me that shit. So that confirmed it for me. I was like, you know what? I'm about to stop. You know, and she was like, you know, and they're saying that they tested it on people and they're saying that it's good and blah, blah, blah. She's like, but it's really not. This was like four four years ago, five years ago. So at this point, it may be different, maybe good. I don't know. I don't take it. So I don't either, and I've never taken prep um, either. But um, I'm thinking if I was in a relationship with somebody who was HIV positive, um, I wouldn't say drug your body up for that person, though. I would. I don't. It would. It would depend on the basis of the relationship. If I would Mm-mm. take it. It would it would depend, but I'm okay with having protective sex myself. Like, so I don't know, maybe not, because I'm very I'm very okay with having protective sex. I'd rather, so. Hmm. Um, no, I would rather. I would rather. I just like I don't know health as well. Like I said, I just like protect myself because anything could happen. So um. I know that was a very, very kind that of was definitely topic. Deep. It to needed to be talked about. But yeah, it did. And I just, like, a lot of people don't have the knowledge of what all the things are. They just think, you know, if you got trouble, you got AIDS, you die. It's to the point to where, like, so many people that I'm, like, socially close to um, yeah. have it. So it's just like, I look at them no different. I still love them the same way. They're still a person. I just want them to be safe and definitely like take care of themselves like i feel like if you ever need anything call me like i got you like i know what you've gone through no one wakes up and say hey i want hiv i feel like it's given from a person you know that is like just like cutthroat because some people say they don't know they don't know that they have it which could possibly be true they probably don't know but and that's an issue that's that's an issue so this week we are not really going to tap into bitch what happened because of the seriousness of the conversation that we were having today. Um, just seems a little inappropriate yeah. to to you know crack some jokes after talking about yeah. some serious shit. Cause you know me, I You're right. You I want to crack the joke. I mean, <laughs> straight up. But like, no real shit, though, guys. Y'all, please get tested. Exactly. Even if no, it's every two or three months, please do it. Um, don't be ashamed to go. If you need to make an appointment with a friend, make one with a friend. Um, I definitely support people who 
actually talk others into going. So right. it's never a bad thing. Um, and if you are scared, let me tell you, my, my first time going to get tested, I was nervous as fuck. I was nervous. But um, I had a friend with me. So, like, if I didn't have that friend support with me at the time, I don't, I don't think I would have probably went through with it. And to this day, I probably would have still never known my status mm. <laughs> just because he set that, you know, appointment up behind my back, which I'm happy he did. Mm. But having an extra support is good. See, but now currently I can go by myself with no problem. I think that's a really honest thing to yeah. say to that you, if you didn't, you would. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think is. that because prior to that, I was always like, you know what? If I go get tested, I'm going to find out something I don't want to know. And then I might want to be in this depressed stage or suicidal mode based off of not knowing how I got what I got. But like I say, if it wasn't for. That specific friend at the time, you know, saying, hey, I made an appointment for us. We should go get tested every three months. Cool. I would have never went. And that's the that's sad because that's probably what a lot of people are going through. Like, I don't right. have anyone to go with. So I don't, I'd rather just not know, mm-hmm. you know, but definitely go get tested, y'all. Definitely. Please. And just I don't know. It's like you said, it is a frightening thing to do, but also not knowing your status and possibly being positive for something and spreading that over amongst however many sexual partners that you're having that's that's more scary it is and also just protect yourselves like have fun with having sex freely and not apologizing about doing so let me tell you raw sex is amazing i totally understand y'all some people just don't really really understand i think that you need to protect yourself by all means yeah i'm not saying don't protect yourself but there you still have that high cap of people that feel like raw sex is like the best definitely protect yourselves wrap it up modern medicine is extremely better than what it used to be prep is a thing although you know you said that's a horrible thing it is a thing if you do want to go that route you know but just wrap it up and protect yourselves so yeah that's all i got that's all i have on that so if you have some questions about it y'all definitely can ask us and we'll answer it on the next episode and don't forget to email us at your two fave guys at gmail.com to tell us if you need any advice on anything um, if you have any bitch what happened moments that you want us to read and give our opinions about and you want to remain anonymous because you don't want to tell your whole ass friends because you don't want them to judge you because this is a no judgment zone right so um or if y'all want to do a blind date with dj Definitely what? email no. and I will set that up for y'all. Or if you want to go on a blind date with Tyler, please don't. Please, what? Please grow up. Okay. <laughs> I will filter out who I think he, you know, would not want to go. Oh, to so you gonna make the pick for me? Oh yes, ex- yes. I want you will want to make the pick for me. Don't show me. I will want it to be blind, extremely. Okay, y'all heard that? Right. I'll stay on the date with anybody. Really? I will. That's. I'll, I'll stay. But is it because you know it's not gonna happen again? Um, no, I'll just stay. Pathetic. I'll just stay. Just pathetic. You pathetic. That's not pathetic. You have no morals. More. <laughs> what the fuck ever? But um, yeah. Oh, and if you have any like LGBT or high topics, as Wendy Williams would say, how you doing? If you have any of those, like email those to us as well. So we can talk about it on the show. And also, if you are in the New Orleans area and you have a story to tell and 
you want the mic is open for you okay please dm us or send an email to the email and make sure it's some real good stories man because i'm trying to be in here spilling tea like i'm trying to hear all the gossip and And if not i'm just not gonna respond right so because i'm all because we have a few how many new people we have coming up um we have one coming up right now for sure for sure okay and that's a i know it's a for sure it's a straight guy no it's it's actually a it's another guy. He's a gay guy, but okay. he has a story to tell. Okay. So, yeah. So, we'll be looking forward to that, y'all. Definitely. Oh, I'm going to get in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to get in that ass, boy. Oh, literally and figuratively. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> moving on. Hello. Girl, um, please. Once again, thank y'all again for all the support and listening ears that we have thus far. Tell your friends to tell their friends. To tell tell their everybody. To tell their baby mamas and... All of their hood red friends to listen. Yeah, because we we know that their baby daddies are okay. And if you're going through your nigga mm-hmm. phone, yeah. while you're going through his phone, please go on podcast and subscribe to us. That's all I ask. <laughs> he gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Hey, don't get caught. <laughs> That's it. What the fuck? But, um, yeah, I guess as I would always say, peace from the middle. East. We out. Bye, bitch. Bye. Bitch. 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 Bitch.